0: On this episode of Quantum Week, December 22nd through 28th, 2002. Oh! Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music. And we are continuing uh, with uh, December, uh, late December 2002, this time with Catch Me If You Can and All My Life by the Foo Fighters. Yes. Do you have anything to say before uh, we get
1: into Catch Me If You Can? I think we can get right into it. Yeah, I don't think we have any announcements or anything. Things are just kind of flowing forward. We got, uh, you know, obviously, thank you so much, patrons. And uh, we might have some more information regarding some of our advertising and how we're doing that maybe next week. Oh yeah. Uh, and, yeah. uh, kind of finalizing some stuff right now, which we're really excited. about. We'll see if this, this helps us grow and see kind of where things go. But, uh, obviously you guys are a big reason. We're able to kind of take some swings and see where we end up. Cautiously optimistic. That's what I say. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Trying not to get too excited, but also trying to be excited too. You know, I, mean, I mean, this
0: should, there should be some, This should be some, there should be yeah. something from this. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Think so cool. But we'll let you know once, uh, once that happens. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's so get right into catching the game. What do you think? <sighs> good. Not great. All right. Somewhere between a B and a B plus. I think there's a lot of good stuff about it, but I also think it drags in spots. Um, it's a long
1: movie. It's long Two twenty, which 220, is very long for a movie like this. R- yes. Uh,
0: parts of that. I think even every act, there's just a part that, that kind of just drags along. Um, some spots you don't need. Like his capers are fun, but you don't always need to see so much of it. You know, I like it. I like it too. I think it's inventive and then you remember how young he was and you remember that's based on a real life and so that is compelling. It's wild. Yeah. Imagine all this shit. that. Imagine the confidence this motherfucker had before he was 20 years old.
1: If if a screenwriter had written this, like let's say it's a fiction story, Keep begging now, it doesn't. No, there's this is not believable. There's no way, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, it's not not real, it can't happen,
0: yeah. And I saw um, the real Frank Abagnale Mm uh, talk talk about it, and he said that most of it was true. He said some of the relationship stuff wasn't, um, like he didn't go, he never got to see his dad again, which is really heartbreaking, actually. And he does, and he had siblings, and you know, yeah, there were a couple of changes, but there there weren't too many,
1: and we'll talk a lot, we'll talk a bit more about. I have uh, not, not direct, but indirect relationship with Frank Averton. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think this movie is, is barely great. I give this minus. A-. Really, uh, I really do enjoy the movie. It's, right now, I, I went through my top 100. It's, I always say it's a living, breathing document. Yep. I had it higher. I had it about like 85. I dropped it actually to 100. Mm. Um, it's still barely on there. Um I put uh Sound of Metal on there by the way. I know uh, gonna be the Oscar oh, I show later that. on. I have, I have that ninety nine now. Yeah. Um so uh I really recommend people maybe maybe check that out. That's been so far I've been that and that and the father. Um, I know you mentioned that too. Anthony Hopkins. I just saw it a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh completely heartbreaking. And you could say in a lot of ways it's maybe the scariest film i have ever seen. Um not scary in a traditional horror no, I, sense, but yeah. scary in a, in a different way. Uh and uh, I can't recommend uh probably those two. And then the the way uh, the Way Back. Way Back is a, seen, is a you know, really, like that, right? really, really good one. Yeah, yeah, those are the three best so far this year. But uh, as far as catching you can, Ken, um, I really do enjoy this movie. Uh, DiCaprio is uh, he's he's so much better in this than he is in Gangs of New York. It's true. Yeah, it's like, but honestly, it's not his fault. It's a better role. But he is really. He is he's a, really good. I mean, here. he is exceptional in this.
0: Yeah. And you think about like he's a young guy still here too, just but coming not, into his own. He, I think he's that like, young. I think, though. Isn't he like 25 here? Uh, he was it, born in maybe 75 or something. 85, 95 okay so maybe okay he could he be 27. 27
1: but he's pulling off 16 and he pulls it off he does he looks
0: sixteen. yeah he
1: looks like a little kid
0: i know with his little jacket on and his little haircut that? and everything yeah, yeah. And he's like
1: oh like i he doesn't like for that there's one scene where dicaprio uh, goes in and he has him and he's like kind of getting harassed he's in school and he's kind of getting harassed with some of the kids and then he starts to pretend he's a substitute teacher and you need to buy that he's young enough to look like a high schooler you do but he has to have the confidence, obviously, to pull off doing this. And this had been in productions. And I think a big reason why he was not old, because he's not old, but whatever, on the older side of, the, sure. of doing this is this movie was kind of kicked around for a while, but he was always attached to it because he's probably, you know, one of few people. I mean, maybe Toby Maguire, but I think Toby Maguire looked too young. We I mean, you have to have someone who's really intelligent.
0: Yeah. Um, and Toby Maguire is not always the most confident.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. That's probably where he would have been lacking. Yeah, because DiCaprio can do the can. We see it in... uh, I mean, even in Once Upon a Time in in Hollywood. Yep. You know, we see him when he's really vulnerable, when he's kicking around that trailer because he forgot his lines. (laughs) But then you see him you know acting uh you know being you know uh acting is almost like he's a really he's a better actor than he should be well think of him in in like inception too he's like he's he's got control of that movie you yes. know uh, uh but yeah. then you also do see kind of that vulnerability on the back end even yep. in inception he, right so you can do both yeah but, and you also believe that he's smart enough to know these things yes um and he 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 Depp really is an exceptional talent and he, he this role is just an actor's delight though i mean you get to you know the whole movie you're either you kind of pretending you're somebody else while you're acting, That's and you right. also get to have some really cool, vulnerable scenes with Christopher Walken, um, who is also amazing yeah. in this. Uh he he, he
0: he might outshine Leo in this one a little bit. Like there's just some uh. spot there's some spots where he just pauses the right way. You just see in his eyes like, um, you know, either a slight. Of, you know what it was? So he's sitting in the restaurant with Leo. Leo comes back and visits him, takes him out, takes him out to to like this really fancy place. Yeah. And he leans over real slyly and says so something to the effect of like the rest of us are just suckers. Yeah. Like, and it's just there's just like an like a wisdom and knowledge there. Plus, he's playing a guy who is. Definitely a bullshitter throughout. Oh, yeah. We see it in the right up top. Right. Actually, I wondered, too. Um, I, I I think when I first saw this movie, I believed that he was wrongfully attacked by the IRS. But now I believe he probably did commit fraud.
1: Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm but totally that, committed. Fraud.
0: It's funny that that changed, though. I think because he's such mm. a warm character and he's so charming, it's like hard to believe
1: that at wait, first. And then you're like, wait a minute. You want. And this is where <sighs> this script is, is is quite good. Yeah. Um, but I think it's strongest. With the walkin DiCaprio stuff, that's right. Because you see, walkin devolve, and by the end, he's kind of a he's you kind he's of a, hate, you kind of hate him a little bit. He's he's bitter, which yeah. is you know because the life has kicked him in the face, and part of it was was um you know self-involved He kicked himself in the face. Totally. And part of it was you know just kind of you know married the wrong woman, and, and maybe just has some stuff not break your way. Um, but yeah, by the end, he's this angry, bitter, borderline evil man who's really who's almost seemed disconnected with reality and, and, um, you know, DiCaprio runs away from him. Well, as much, you know? as,
0: yeah, as much as he's lied to everybody else, he's been lying to himself, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you well, know... All, all the characters is what we do. That's true. Um, as much as that, but, but eventually that shit falls apart and then what are you left with? So, it makes sense he's bitter. Most people would look at Leo and be like, this guy's lying the entire film and you'd think he's a sociopath and you'd hate him. But I like, but I
1: like him. You root for him. Yeah. You root for him, even though he's doing some kind of terrible thing really bad stuff. he's yeah. ripping off a lot of good people he's um who have done nothing wrong yeah um he you know you say all their companies but they you know they're shareholders and there's you know you know pan am was getting you know losing a lot of money maybe they had to raise their rates and maybe someone wasn't able to take a vacation they want to take sure and then he's a doctor i mean someone could have been killed that's the thing and then he's you know practicing law i mean what if those cases didn't you know what if real injustice happened because of that and the real frank um
0: said he left uh, he left the medical practice. He left the hospital because someone almost died. He was, he, I don't know if you read no, any of that, but there, uh, like a, an infant came in oh and the, like another doctor said, like cold, cold blue or something. I yeah. think is what it means when the, there's no like not oh breathing God. or whatever. Yeah. And he, someone had to like catch it and uh, cause he didn't know what the hell it was. And someone almost died. So he, he left. He was like, I can't, this is life and death. I could have killed someone. And,
1: and, and you know, when you're that young though, you know, you don't have a real good grasp on understanding how your actions can really have real consequences. Yep. So you understand why, you know, he's 16, 17. He's not, he's definitely making some big mistakes, but he's not an evil person. No. In his core. And so you mentioned that you think, uh, walk, uh, walking out shines to I think that's unfair, but I will say this. Yeah. Walking out shines Tom Hanks. Oh, he does.
0: Actually, that's one of the reasons that that's one of the things that knocks down, Uh, This movie for me and it's not that I think that hanks does a bad job in general. It's I think he does a bad job with the accent Accent, accent, accent bothers the shit out of me this
1: part also isn't a fun part and it's i mean, not. I mean hanks isn't you the part's not supposed to you're supposed to be kind of the anti-christopher walken who's a fun flashy guy who who you want to spend more time yep. with like the, literally the definition of tom hanks's character in this day, uh hand ready's character is that you don't really want to spend time with him you no, want to run away he's a him. square. square. Yeah. literally like what you're doing <laughs> you so like <laughs> it's kind of ballsy of hanks to take a part like this where you're, you know, you're this unlikable, boring hero. Yeah, because that's not normally what he is. He's always the good guy. Or he's yeah, always a, the likable guy. Like, I mean, obviously, at this point, Tom Hanks' career, you could take whatever you wanted to. Why yeah. would you take a part where you're literally being uncharismatic? That's true. <laughs> but, uh, but he does it, and... Um, to his credit, he does it quite well. Accent aside, I, I can't defend the accent. Yeah, that's the
0: only... I mean, the rest of it, I think I think he does a really good job. Like, I think his acting is really good. The pr- Yes, just the problem is that Yeah, it's a problem, too. And, and, so and
1: obviously, you know, Matt and I are both New Englanders. Uh, you know, we both live in New Hampshire and, you know, been to Boston, you know, countless times. And so we're probably a bit more attuned to it. Yeah. My other issue with it, though, is that it drops in and out. So, y- y- yes, it's probably not a great accent. But if you go in Iowa, you might not know that. But if you have an eye where well, you're still going to hear it drop out, you are. Yeah. So that's not really. Defensible. Yeah, you got to commit to the R's. You got to really and, and maybe yeah. he, maybe Hank's realized like halfway through like I don't really have this mm. and he kind of dodges it, but you can't uh, you're in for a penny and for a pound at some point. It's true,
0: but that was a that was hard. It was it was grating for me and it, it took away from from his performance because uh, you know, if you don't like to see him on the screen, if you don't like the interactions that he's having and there were some really powerful ones like the one. There's a great scene, of course, when uh, Abigail almost gets caught in the hotel uh, apartment or the hotel room. He yes. comes in. They have that interaction. The first such interaction a, they have together. First face to face. Exactly. It's such a cool scene yes. um, where he tricks Tom H- to Hanks's character. Yes. And you, you never think that Hanks would ever get tricked in this way, but, Leo's just got such great confidence, you know, posing as this FBI or well, not FBI. It's the uh, uh, secret, secret service, service agent. <laughs> and he just plays it so perfectly. Yeah. It's such a great scene, that one. And then, you know, the end one where, uh, where, <laughs> where Tom Hanks's character gets the upper hand in the warehouse in France. Yes. Um, those are two great scenes, but it's, it would have been better if the accent was there.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. But th- those two scenes, the accent didn't bother me. It's more in the quieter moments. Sure. Um, that, I, I, you do, you do notice it and you're a little like, uh, really? Like, nook, nook. <laughs> like, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough too because, uh, Christopher Walken, like myself, an Astoria boy. Right. Astoria's own Christopher Walken, very proud of that. Uh, uh, so he, you know, this character is in New Rochelle, which if you don't know is in, uh, just 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 north, north of, the of, of the city so um so you're right you're right there so like you know it makes sense that walk would sound like that dicaprio's accent is pitch perfect it's good uh and then you have the french uh his wife who's a french woman who is actually a french, a french actress so, it french makes sense. so yeah so all of those things all sound true yeah and then so the only so when you're the only eyeball it's kind of like uh here's movie 13 days with kevin costner uh Ooh, i don't think so it's really good it's about the cuban missile crisis i don't think i've seen uh, it. bruce greenwood plays jfk and he's awesome yeah but costner has this horrific new and going accent but everybody else is pretty good yeah the bobby candy ones a little shaky but like but everybody else is pretty good and it really just sticks out like a sore thumb oh. especially because greenwood is really on as yeah. Kennedy, and it's like ah, oh, stop like you know it's it's just really when everyone else is really doing well it he, just sticks out so much really it sticks out yeah, it's hard out. to get past yeah. but he, but i will say that, like hanks is still good in this movie he is and oh yeah in those tender scenes with dicaprio like yep. th- at the end when he's like no one's gonna chase you um, that's a really good scene. He, it is. Yeah, uh, you know, he keeps the, the whole scene. I really, i actually, like, I like that shot. I want to get into Spielberg in a second too. Sure. Um, and like, the, Hanks is walking after him. DiCaprio wants to run, but realizes he doesn't have to. But kind of still is trotting. It's really good physical acting by it both is. of them, and it's really well shot. It's all kind of one scene in this, in this uh, like tunnel, tunnel almost in yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really, I, I, I like that a lot. I, I, so I think Hanks is quite good in this, but. I cannot compare him to Walken in this. Who's, no, 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 no. Who's, I mean, we mentioned before how this was just an exceptional year for supporting actors. It is. And Danny Day-Lewis and, and Walken and uh, I'm forgetting somebody else. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, uh, Paul Newman. In Paul Road Newman, British. right. Another Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is better in Road to Perdition than he is. He is, yes. Both of these came out the same year, obviously. Yeah,
0: he's phenomenal in that. <laughs> Great year, though. Awesome year for him to have those two movies. Yeah, and DiCaprio, DiCaprio too. Right? Gangs of New York, yeah. Pretty good, right? Wow. Yeah. Those two had This is the So years. this
1: was so it's crazy. Even crazier is that um Games of New York comes out December 20th, I believe. And uh Catch Me came out December 25th. Obviously, we're in that same week right now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, to have two huge movies that both did w- you know, well over 100 million uh, uh, domestic uh Catch Me If Can like 350 I think yeah. worldwide. yeah Um and then uh, uh Games of Thrones did almost 200 worldwide. So like two massive movies. Uh and uh both nominated for multiple oscars both movies right come out the same week that's wild that's that a, is wild pretty rare
0: yeah were you surprised this wasn't nominated for more i think this just just got uh what was it it was two i think best just two
1: best, sc- best score by john a very good score
0: oh man uh actually i did want to play that the opening um so good right scene is amazing it's all
1: bass to the of credits right he's, he's i don't know famously does those credits they're um, a lot for uh, Hitchcock, and a lot of those like kind of that '60s look to them, if you will. But he oh. did some more modern stuff too. So he's, he's genius. He just died, or he died fairly recently. I love the
0: opening music to the, in the crowd
1: It's like a Henry Mancini, but more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, right? It's it's awesome. I love that open. It's one of my favorite opens. I like the score, and the score kind of has that same theme throughout. Yeah, like, it's almost spy-ish, spy-ish, but playful. Playful. Um, and it's really well, and it's nothing I'd like expect from Williams. Nope. No, because, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. He's got such great range. He just credible, right?
0: He's, he's great just, he, right he is. Yeah, he's the best. No one's better than him. The I music,
1: mean, we didn't mention music in Gangs of New York is quite good too. Not a score. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of a uh, shanty and like, yeah, yeah. or uh, even some of these, you even see it played in front of you. Like there are people singing in the streets. It also had good. some anachronistic
0: music too. I did notice that mm. stuck out to me in the it beginning did. of the movie um, where there was like some it was either like electric guitar or the something. The beginning fight there. scene there is. Yes. Yeah. Which There's I was like, other, oh, that's a little, uh, that's a
1: little strange spots but, too bad. I think it works But the rest of it. Um, quite good. Yeah. Uh, and, and this movie has gr- a great score. It's obviously nominated, but uh, well-deserved. Uh, yeah. Interesting. here for movies. something like Chicago, which I know you haven't seen. Um, it's okay. It's a, it's a B minus movie. It's okay. Yeah. I'm a huge Bob Fosse fan. Go check out all that jazz. That's my weekly, all that jazz recommendation. <laughs> um, but, uh, and Bob Fosse is a genius, obviously, and, and I've seen the musical on Broadway, and it's it's really fun. It's a fun musical, but it's for the movie itself. It's 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 John C. Riley's good, and uh, Kevin J. jones is fun. Yeah, Renee yeah, Zellweger yeah. is miscast, yeah. potentially. She's okay. Richard Gere is okay, but it's just like, eh. I mean, comp- I think something like this is this a better movie. It's a better movie. It is all right. Um, and then you have something like *Rodeo* which is completely left out. You're yes. like, oh, you know, of Best Picture. And then, uh, obviously, Gangs in New York, right. which you know, didn't win, I know, but like, these are all better movies than the movie that would win, in my opinion. That makes sense. Um, so, th- that's a tough one. Uh, and Watkins should have lost. I mean, Watkins, this, this is a great
0: role. He Walken does a phenomenal lost, job, but I mean, yeah, you can't... Well, he, well, no, he shouldn't have
1: lost. Well, so he lost Best Supporting Actor, but right. David Lewis was up for Best Actor. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's I know. He shouldn't was. have been, but he was. So, Dan, I think Watkins was my next up. Uh, Chris Cooper uh, won for Adapt, which I have not seen. I have not seen. I don't know what I thought it's not adaptation. It's
0: adaption. What's adaption? Adaptation, maybe. Which one is this? The uh, is that the Spike Jones? Think it is right. Yeah, I think it it might be adaptation. If that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I saw that so long ago. I just don't even remember. I don't remember Cooper in there. I don't even. I didn't like that movie. I didn't like that movie. I like because that's same guy as Nick Cage, right? Yeah. 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 It's the same being John Malkovich, right? It was the follow up to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Jones. Yes. And I really like. We talked about this before, but I really like being John Malkovich. But I didn't. It did. That one didn't connect with me. Mm. for some reason. So I don't, I don't remember, but I think that's what it's, I think it's an adaptation. I think Is so, it? I think yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so I don't remember but, uh, but okay. But if it, I, since it didn't stick out to me, it tells me that probably walking, so so you're has walking a better yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. If
1: I if think as time has action. gone on, you know, working at it from the 20 years later point of view, uh, then certainly, um, walk should have won yeah. as much as I love Paul Newman and and the Brother provisions as movie has kind of been except for on this show has been more or less forgotten about right as time goes on yeah. more or less um and uh and adaptation if I'm saying it correctly now finally uh is uh, is a movie that's kind of known but it is it, is not it's kind so, of gotten such a play on cable sure such a play you know yeah. with DiCaprio's career more popular. and then Capri DiCaprio obviously this week becomes like a bigger movie star than he you know becomes a movie star in Titanic and then with this he becomes like a, a movie superstar And then he hits another level like when Inception and Shutter Island 2010 come out. Right. But, uh, you know, right now, you know, so you have his career grow even more, which gives, and obviously Hanks has longevity and Spielberg. So this movie just kind of sticks around. I feel like this movie's People are still really familiar with. Definitely.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's po- I think it was popular. It's not a hard watch. That's the other thing. It's you know, a some of these other easy movies. Watch. Yeah, some of these other movies, uh, you know, Gangs in New York is, is a hard, much harder watch. Like you can
1: watch this one with your family and it's OK. It gets, gets a lot of play still, too. That's another way that does kind of stick around. Oh, one thing we should mention, too, is how great the casting is. So look oh, yeah. at the laundry list of women that DiCaprio has sex with in this movie. Uh, or in theory does. It's uh, Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Uh, Amy Adams. And these are when they're all pretty much unknowns. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer Garner, I, I think, she was an probably alias. the most famous at that uh, point. I think she yeah. was an alias, right? Yeah, she was yeah. an alias, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks w- was no, And this is the first time people really saw Amy Adams.
0: That's the other issue I have with this. I think Amy Adams is... I think she's playing way... They they made her, but she's playing way too young. Well, like she's, it, she's,
1: yeah, she's an older... It, it, she's she's older. 27 too. Yeah. She's,
0: they're the same age. I think she's the same mm. age as, or, or a year or two older than, yeah. than DiCaprio. And so, it would, like, it's... That doesn't bother me so much. It's just they made her play like a baby. And I, I, I don't... Was that really the character? The, that It seemed like a... Of a young seventeen-year-old or well, something.
1: This got kicked around. Like mentioned, it was supposed to be James Gandolfini was supposed to be the time. I Hanks saw that. Part, yeah, and then Chloe uh, Savigny, sh- who uh, she's, she's a very she's good about actress. The same
0: age too. I think she's young. She's about the same age. I think as uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought I she thought was she like was young. I mean, I she's well, like she got such young star, so Maybe I just have yeah. her pigeonholed
1: as young in kids, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, she, but she's. The only thing with her, though, is she has kind of an edge to her. She does. I, this character, the whole thing is like she does, this character doesn't have any edge. The braces and all so that. So I was kind of surprised that, but then again, like Fincher was initially attached. Maybe this movie was going to be darker.
0: Oh, it could have been. Yeah.
1: And maybe when Spielberg, because when Spielberg came on, uh, Coyne and uh, and Gandolfini were and even gone. And Harris, too, Ed was Harris, supposed to too. Right. Yeah,
0: which that, that's pretty dark. He's darker than Walken is walking can be more walking I can have an edge. Walking can be really dark, but, <laughs> but he's warm. He's Deer, also really warm Deer Hunter.
1: And uh, that's true. Yeah. True romance. He can, <laughs> he, can, he can be pitch black. <laughs> that's true. Uh In fact, he's kind of warm. He's like, one but of, Harris isn't that warm. Harris has usually got an edge. Yeah. Harris, Harris is, Harris unusual. Is There's like, yeah, he plays like yeah. Pollock
0: and, and or uh what's the
1: the TV show that just had Westworld. Uh, Westworld West exactly yeah yeah I don't know that Harris is very warm like I don't I mean, Christopher he, Walken was perfect casting and yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily he wouldn't have been my first choice but he's perfect he's perfect and uh, and but but the, but those actresses that we mentioned though I know you kind of maybe have some ish but like that's a really good murderer's row of like bit parts yeah like, like you know so so I think oh you know who else is not it the girl from uh, a woman from Grey's Anatomy. Um, that's right
0: to the doctor from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great. Mary's great. Who's now, you know, you can make a case, uh, Ellen Pompeo, uh, you can make a case that Ellen Pompeo is one of like the five most successful TV actresses ever. Oh yeah. How long is that? That yeah, is not like like forever. She has like 15 years or something. And she has like, heavy-duty producing credits like mm. she almost is like the backup showrunner like she has like she's heavily the only reason that show's still running is because she still wants to do it because she's making just insane money yeah and now it's making all the streaming money right um no like her lucille ball like the list is pretty short right and, but she's on it yeah and um she is like not only you know that's not really a show that i particularly like i've seen it you know i had a yeah, girlfriend i liked it so i watched like one of the a couple of the early seasons not really for me um but uh you can't you can't argue the success no of course not. and she's a good actress yeah she is uh and she's good in this all of them are good they're all good yeah yeah um is, is it so that i think that also helps the movie kind of last a little longer but just back to adams for a second yeah. too.
0: i just think that the characters to you i don't I'm not i'm not blaming her she probably did what she was asked to do uh and people noticed her in this film and it lo- kind of launched her career which is great but i that character was too young it's like she's got you can you can see the saliva coming down her face when she's talking it's 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 just she,
1: she sounds like a baby the character is supposed to be like that, N- that then it does like good. very young Her- the character is like supposed to be like 19 i think plays younger It plays like a 13 you i that type of acting 19, i would think is like a 13
0: 13 year old it's like 60 i think that people like work. no one's that naive and innocent and stupid like it's just it's not no, that doesn't I, make I, sense
1: i, I disagree I I, oh, I, I I i didn't think
0: so i didn't buy it i saw oh. it and i was like I, I was repulsed by it like i would ne- i wouldn't want to interact with this person
1: other kid, but they're both. Kids. I think the reason he was drawn to her is because she was also a kid. It's like
0: finally another kid in my world. But she's older than him in, in this part, right? Not by two years. Yeah, still. It's a
1: huge I think that's level difference. That's why I think he was attracted to her is that she was also a teenager. It's innocent. like finally another teenager. No, yeah. no, just another teenager because I think he's only around adults now. That's true. Because he's this adult world. So finally another kid, more or less, in his in his zone. And I think that's why he he
0: was so appealing to her. And that's another place where the character, if you step back and you think about it, like he's nice to her, but he also is just lying to her. Oh, completely. Like he's just a different person to her. That's terrible. Like how do you, how do you let someone fall in love with you? You know? Right. Like that's, that's dark. you just broke her. You're going to break, you broke her heart. Right. You crushed her. She'll, she won't trust.
1: She's not going to trust. She can have real, yeah. And her parents her, now are right. to like to dry like that. Like it's,
0: it's exactly. She was abandoned by her parents. Yeah. Okay. So there was a mistake. She had an abortion, whatever, but she got, she got kicked out of the house by her parents. She finds a job. So she finds like, you know, uh, a community of people and she's got a job and she can work and whatever. And then she falls in love with a guy. She, she lets someone in and trust
1: them. Breaks her heart. And you can tell Spielberg is fully in, invested in Frank Abagnale, the DiCaprio role, because think about how the last time we see Amy Adams, so we see her and she's basically like a rat. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, oh, you know, I forget the character's name. It's like, oh, or Karen or whatever yeah. her name is. And then he gets in the car and drives away. Um, and it's, this movie is, you know, imagine this movie from Amy Iron's perspective. Yeah. You know, I know. This guy just manipulated, used her, used her parents, lied to her for yes. months, you know, several months. And now she's excited to get married. And now she's left more or less at the altar.
0: Right. And Spielberg wants to look at her as a rat. Right. But actually, I think Amy Adams plays that part really well. I think she does a good job with that, where you could tell how uncomfortable she is in the situation she does. Like out of place, Looked super
1: scared and everything, and which
0: like that makes sense that he would know that she had ratted him out because you just take one look at, one her, and look she looks, at her, she looks yeah, completely she's completely like, guilty. Why is it ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does that really well. She, um, she does. She's yeah. a great actress. She is a great actress, and I don't think that this is her fault. I just didn't like the character. I thought it was too young.
1: Uh, I, yeah, okay, we disagreed there. That's right. Um, fine. let's talk Stephen we Spielberg. Okay, so you know we've talked a lot. In this show, anytime uh I feel like we talked a lot about Robert De Niro mm. in this sh- in this show about how his 21st century is uh quite weak. That's right, right. Well, Steve Spielberg is uh, not off the hook. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, whilst well, you know, and I was talking with Laura about kind of that new Hollywood group of directors. You know, you had De Palma, who by the 21st century is, is irrelevant. But, yeah, it's good. uh You have Coppola, same thing. He's irrelevant. Mm. You have Scorsese, who actually got maybe oh, better, but certainly more acclaim, uh, critically, uh, award-wise, not critically, but award-wise in the 21st century, 20th, no matter what, He's
0: done a lot of stuff in the in the twenty in the 2000s. And yeah. some of it is quite some powerful. Really, and some really, really good. G- in my yeah.
1: opinion, great stuff. I know yeah. maybe I like it more than some, like Irishman, I like more than so many people do. But I mean, he also he's done some really good interesting stuff. Well, Gangs of stuff. New York is two thousand two. So yeah, Wolf of Wall Street, th- which is a movie. Actually, exactly. I, don't, I don't like that. Is um, oh yeah, I didn't know you didn't like that. I think okay. it's really I don't, good. I shouldn't say I don't. I don't oh, oh, I'm I'm, uh-huh, yeah. I'm uh-huh. I should say I don't like it. I don't. I certainly don't love it. Yeah um no but he's done some but it's interesting right like whether i like it or not it's at least it's interesting filmmaking yeah you know scorsese you know and then you have lucas who is uh did those horrible sequels and and now he's he's irrelevant (laughs) yeah so um but spielberg is to his credit still working and still relevant to some extent but it's not the same as always i kind of want to go through some of these movies here after capture so in 2002 he does um minority report which i know you like i don't i do and catch up again same year it's yep. a hell of a year for him too That right? is a hell of a year think about some of the yeah Choosing you got, you have was- tom cruise and then you have uh leo and uh and, and tom hanks, hanks and walkins <laughs> jesus i know uh yeah and then so you have DiCaprio having a monster year Yeah, you have hanks having a monster <laughs> year and then you have uh Spielberg having, a Spielberg having, a Spielberg having a monster year having a monster year yeah. um uh, 2004 i guess hanks is a monster year because that road operation is only monster year for us that's right yeah (laughs) that's fine um 2004 is a terminal um which is another hanks movie i like it more than most people do i saw it once i thought it was pretty good yeah it's pretty good yeah um but not like but but it's not and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna compare everything but it's not et or jaws don't i mean No. no uh Two thousand five, he does War of the Worlds, which is terrible. It's not good. And he does Munich, which, in my opinion, is his very last good. great movie. Yeah, it's, I think it's a great movie. I think it's like exceptional. I haven't I,
0: seen it forever, so yeah. I'm sure we'll run into. So we I, I hope it didn't make yeah. it a
1: show of money. I love to run into it. It's one of those movies I would really, 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 really love to see. Yeah. Two thousand eight, he does a movie we are in the show, Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the uh, Crystal Skull, which is a piece of shit, trash.
0: Yes, that's two so, trash. So he's he's got two trash right now. Two. What well, two the tr- worlds yeah, War of the Worlds. I mean, this. yeah, War of the Worlds. and That War
1: of the Worlds is not it's good. It's really bad. I don't yeah. Know, it's bad. Uh, so there is actually a good chunk of movies here I haven't seen. Uh, I will admit, um, maybe you have, and you can kind of respond to them. T- 2011, he has two movies come out. So, th- so 2005, five, it is does War of the World Munich. Yep. 2008, so it takes like three years off to do that fucking shitty War of movie. Why is he doing two movies in a year? That's just how it pops out, but he's Jesus. pretty busy. He does Terminal War of the Worlds to Munich in the span of two years. That's crazy. It's quite a run um so then it, he takes three years off after king well uh, crystal skull which i probably should take in a lifetime yeah, off that probably part. so then he has uh two of the same year again uh adventures of tintin which i did not like oh it's a cartoon. So that probably actually it was probably you know you asked why two of the same year cartoons take so long to develop and there's so much stuff afterwards I it, so yeah. um, i did not
0: like that one i have not seen
1: nope. it. It's, and and warhorse which i have not seen i haven't seen it um but i mean these are movies i know war has got some uh, oscar noms but i mean these are movies that certainly didn't move the needle right yeah I don't no. know one's like oh that's right Tim i wasn't Tim. excited
0: to see no. either
1: one of those but they came out so 2012 was lincoln i did see that you haven't i have aren't.
0: not seen it uh, that's daniel d lewis, daniel lewis i got see it. i should see very it. good I see uh, it.
1: uh the movie itself is it's okay i just
0: don't know why you'd waste your time doing a like a biopic
1: on lincoln it's like know. we know the story and you do too and that's that's why i had a hard time like really having like yeah, that's why I've never I been. I mean, Lewis' performance is obviously incredible, but it's just like, but like, but I know Lincoln, but I know you, that you, story. You know it, you know it too. Yeah, you know everything. Yeah, it's just. So then he takes three years off after Lincoln, which is at least it. It, it at least is a movie that got acclaim and is right. People still talk about. Yeah, then he has Bridge of Spies in 2015, which I heard is quite good. Very good. And Mark Rylance is who I think is amazing. I haven't seen it yet. I was that's a so good that one. I can't. Yeah, and it did get some knowledge, but, but is that Hanks too?
0: No, I don't believe Wait, sure. no, no, no. Hank's did another one. Uh, very kind of a similar concept. But that's okay. Right, 2016 Cooper. does
1: the BFG, which was... Not interested. Yeah, and I think he felt he kind of had to do that because uh, Melissa Matheson was going to do it. Uh, and then she got sick. She, of course, wrote uh, E.T., you know, Harrison Ford's ex-wife. They were friendly. And I felt... I think a lot with kind of like an AI situation where he felt like you had yeah. to kind of carry the... I don't know why people were... Feels he always needs to take it on himself to make these movies.
0: I mean, he could just f- help them find a director and maybe yeah. like watch I mean, over, he, and give some pointers. He feels or something. he, he needs to, to do, do it. Yeah.
1: Uh, Twenty seventeen is he does the post, which is Tom Hanks. Haven't seen it. Meryl Streep. Yeah, watch. But I just have no interest. I have no interest. I mean, uh,
0: is it more like lionizing uh, yeah, reporters? I think it's it's like I think it's, uh, yeah. I, I know. I'm
1: good. Uh, Twenty eighteen there's Ready Player One. Okay, I think that's quite good. Have you read the book? Uh, I have not read. Sorry, the book. I read the book. I didn't see the movie. What uh, book is good? Is the book good? I think
0: it. Is one of the most enjoyable. I think it's as enjoyable as you can make that movie. It's pretty. It's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, we saw it in the theater, and it's it's really fun.
1: Yeah, I, 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 the the book itself. I don't... I don't know. I just feel like I got what I needed from the book. Yeah. So, it wasn't really a big need for to go see the movie.
0: Part of it is, like, the... the Just the display. Like, just yeah. seeing all this action and fun, you know. And, I mean, if a lot of it's VR2... If it, I'd
1: be excited to talk about it. Obviously, it's, like, a nostalgia-based, you know, yeah. story. So, it'd be kind of fit right into our show, probably. Um, but, yeah, I... But it, this is... I mean, I know it made a lot of money. But, critically, award-wise, just from a great director, this didn't move the needle. No. Uh, it wasn't something to talk about. And then he does... Uh, and then he, well, he's doing right now, and come out this year. He's going to come out this year. West Side Stewart, um, which, which is, I'm not. I understand. know. I mean, which I, I like that. Me, me, I like that me, me. musical. I'm just like,
0: uh, it's fine. I
1: like the musical. I, I think it's good, but it's It's good in its time. Th- like,
0: yeah, we have a version of it that's good. The music is actually it's quite good. The music is quite, quite good. Really good. Yeah. yeah, it is quite good. Um, um is obviously
1: a little silly. I know. And I know it's.
0: I, I just, but what, like, it's another remake. I feel like Lincoln's a remake. Yes, this is
1: you know West Side Story is a remake. Even it the just post feels... is like, I mean, I mean that removed. I know it's not Watergate, but it, you know, it's it's Vietnam. Is it that much different than like all the present presidents men like more like jerking off the Washington Post? <laughs> like, yeah, like I don't know. I don't, I just I just I feel like Spielberg just like lost his way. You know, think about the '90s, the the decade that came before this. Saving Private Ryan. Schindler's List. Right. I mean, Jurassic Park. Where are those Jurassic Park movies? Like, that part of them is gone. Yeah. That part that made those, like, movies of, like, let's see, like, Fan, fantasy one, but it's an adventure. Right it's an adventure, adventure movie, yeah, mixed with a little sci-fi. Yeah. That's what I like. Like I like like fifteen percent sci-fi and like eighty-five percent adventure. Those are right. fun movies for me. And no one did it better to speak than
0: Spielberg. Well, that you're you're actually you're bringing up a great point. I think it's so hard to make kind of a family adventure movie that's also critically acclaimed. Um, uh, and he does. It. He, he, he probably I mean, does he's it He's the king. You're right. He does he's it better than anybody
1: ever. else. But you can't it's hard to do i guess you lose it i guess he yeah. did uh so like spielberg the director is interesting he and we see it in this movie a little bit actually we see it in this movie more than typically uh, we see with him is that he doesn't usually flex his muscles what do i mean by that is like he doesn't usually go for like the killer shot he doesn't usually try to do too much he his uh, much like um he he's all about story Moving the story along in an efficient way that audiences can understand and appreciate and have some tenderness for Sure. That's how he shoots. He, shoots yep. with, he actually shoots with quite a bit of tenderness, especially for a sci-fi type director. Um, you do see him flexing muscles with jaws. He has that famous scene where Roy Shiders on the beach and it kind of zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's flexing. Yeah. Um, which is great. I don't know. It's my yeah. fair shots ever so like don't get me wrong I, I love it but but that's him being a younger guy um we see it in this a couple times because of like i think he's having fun with being in the 60s and doing some sure you know pre-mad men stuff with it uh so you see some some fun shots but Plus typically of, he doesn't usually go a like jurassic park is well there's a few shots Jurassic park that are really good like the, there's uh, some aggressive ones yeah uh you know uh, the rearview mirror one and, oh that's um, a great one and you have the foot the foot stomping one but some of those aren't they're great shots almost because they are what you'd expect. There's... He doesn't usually think, do things that you would never expect. Like If you go to a dinosaur movie and you think about it long enough, having a dinosaur's foot stomped down and a huge track is probably that's, what you'd expect. Yeah, that's Now, true. he's so good at shooting it to make it still interesting. Right. But he doesn't typically go i i guess the biggest example of him flexing in more But well, he's not to palma where you're gonna see no. him go through
0: walls and shit
1: exactly yeah um which is
0: fun and a risk he's not he's not the riskiest but he can
1: flex because he does it in the same prior ryan maybe the biggest yeah. flex ever that's you true. know the storming the beach normally it's you know that's all direct that's yeah. just, it's a director flexing but he doesn't do it a ton and um i kind of maybe he should do it more maybe he doesn't, doesn't he doesn't seem to want to do it at all now it's just, yeah maybe it's now he should go biopics yeah or, they're not fun What's going on?
0: I don't care, and I feel like I have to see that Lincoln now because it's Daniel Day Lewis—he's like he only given us so many.
1: It's it's good. <sighs> Tommy Lee Jones is interesting in it too. I mm, like Tommy Lee Jones a lot. He's good in it. Yeah. Um. But it, but but you're not going to walk away going. Oh, that's so awesome! Like, thank God Spielberg I went did from that. The father, which I just saw this week. I know, uh, and it. I, I was just like I was really moved and touched, and I'm looking at the world a different way. Like, it, yeah, it was like it was. I'm not saying it's the greatest film ever. I don't even know if it's a great movie. It's certainly very good. Um, a minus movie for sure. Um, but it left you with something. It does, man. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. yeah maybe it's better. Maybe I, you know, maybe it's even better than I, I... Well, what's left for Lincoln to tell us? That's what I mean. Like, like, why, like we, why we read why you, it. Why do you go to the movies, right? You want to go, you know... I hate the word escape, but you want to just go have an enjoyable find another world find another perspective enjoyable story right yes right and maybe and maybe walk out with a little extra you know yeah and, and uh you know the father left me with a lot extra but what's lincoln gonna leave you with nothing
0: i've i've read all the i've read it all like i had to study lincoln probably six years in a row and in, in school we had to learn about him um, all the time
1: and and, and to, to kind of go back to catch again Cat i do want to give a quick quote about frank gabby before we move on um so oh, wait sorry before yeah, you do yeah. that i just to yeah, kind yeah, of wrap yeah. up the
0: shot thing some of the locations here are really awesome. I love 1970s airports. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. They're really cool. Like 60s, early 70s. Yeah, airports. With, yeah. Oh yeah. Late. Right. With, it was kind Even of the rounded. Front. Yeah. And the fonts
1: used. They're yeah. so fun. It looks like like space Jetsons. Yeah. Yeah. Like spacecraft. Really like that. I was like, holy shit. I want to live that. I remember when I was a little boy uh, and I would go to LaGuardia or I more went to JFK. uh then yeah, LaGuardia. Um, because I was on the island, but one once I would go to LaGuardia and like, you'd see the remnants of it. Mm. So it looked kind of like, oh, like an old beat up space station, <laughs> yeah. but like you would still see it. And it's like, oh, that's, I, I love fun. like to, so to see it like new yeah. in this world is kind of fun, but really fun. Um uh, Yeah. So, uh, Frank Abagnale, uh, I, I worked uh, for a company where I did check stock. Uh, I sold check stock and uh frank avenue's company uh we later would go on and own his own basically like we were the burger king he mcdonald's right and so he was a competitor of ours yeah um and uh, i you know a lot of the watermarks we use on the checks uh which got inc- as time goes on it gets even because obviously then people have the ability to print stuff on their own they don't need typewriters and you know obviously all the sophistication we have sure. now so the, the watermarks become more and more and more like complicated and, and i think interesting and and more unique and then i uh so i first went for work for this company and i would sell the check stock and then i would i got I moved over to kind of the software end where we would sell this um the micro they talk about it, they call it micro, we call it micro. yep um uh the micro line is micro printers it's magnetic font on the bottom of your checks. so it's kind of crazy numbers yeah on the yeah, yeah, yeah um so that's uh, actually magnetic ink and that's how it reads it um just like in this movie um but now you have specific printers for that um a company called troy makes makes like they're like the, the standard they're
0: the big yeah, uh, yeah. big guys and they
1: and they make and we would sell the troy printers and then we would also sell the software the troy software but um how it worked was we would we actually were partners with troy so we would uh help design the software when you mean design i mean it's like making like a video game but like you would help kind of companies company would send me what they wanted to do and i sort would, of the spec yeah and, and I, I would border basic very basic code yeah. How it was laid out because you want sometimes they want things different ways and they had something I you know so I would have designed the check so you know I had, this is all happening between the years of like 2007 and 2011 so I had seen this movie right so like I mean I had a micro printer in my office I had <laughs> unlimited check stock like I could have very easily well, have showed you the printed way myself <laughs> yes you know a, a number of checks and gone to Tahiti or something right you know and you don't ever obviously really think about it but listen, no. what are you doing you're like. I have a billion dollars in my tiny windowless office right now <laughs> yes. that no one else has access to. I lock the door at night. Like I have that's fun. I could I could have done whatever I wanted to. Yeah, uh, by any effort.
0: It's so awesome that he he was able to figure out all that shit. Like Incredible. he became an expert before he
1: was 20. Like that is crazy, and it's it's a great shot. It's a great storytelling technique too by, by uh, Spielberg when he's taking the logos off the toy planes. I know, and you see all the planes in the tub, yeah. <laughs> and you realize it's, I mean, checks he's actually making. <laughs> it's really good. It, I and uh, and DiCaprio is so charismatic. He makes even like typewriting and like getting something out of diplomas <laughs> kind of interesting. That's <laughs> vicious. Yeah, he's really good. This is I think it's really. Good. It's not gonna. It's not gonna crack no. my top twenty. It you just missed though um yeah it would probably it would probably crack my top 25 if we did it that way of show of movies we've covered for this show um but it's um it's not gonna crack my top 20
0: yeah good not great for me somewhere in the bb plus it'll be in my top third but nowhere near my top 20 at this point i
1: say it is great but barely oh so we're giving it uh catch can thumbs up thumbs up. oh yeah thumbs up thumbs up yeah you you should see thumbs up definitely and uh of new york Thumbs up, thumbs up. Two, yeah, d- two thumbs way up for yeah. New York. Then, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: of, of course. Two yeah. thumbs
1: way up for Catching Can.
0: I think so. I mean, I would definitely recommend. If anybody who's interested in, yeah, if you've right. never, if you haven't seen this, it's got DiCaprio, it's got Walken, it's got Hanks. Like this is good. Martin Sheen. Yeah, kind of. I like Martin Sheen. You know, I think he does really good you here. Know what I no, thought I, when I
1: saw him, what I thought, uh, we see these guys again in Departed.
0: It's true. We do.
1: A Few years later. And it's kind of yeah. There's a little bit and of similarity there father too. Role.
0: That's true. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good point. No accent though, which is better.
1: Yeah, he has kind of a Louisiana accent here, which maybe he also, does, which also might suck. But we're not in New Orleans, so we have no idea. We don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the last thing I wanted to say about this is the the other like knock I have in it is you're telling me that the printer is in Mont-Richard, where his 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 mom comes from. That doesn't make sense either.
1: Maybe that's, that's what does happened. Not maybe, maybe that's where he well,
0: he's a kid though. Maybe that's where he initially went. No, but that's where they, that's where he was apprehended to. That's where he went to.
1: Right. So I or, just didn't. I was odds? like,
0: mm, yeah, what are the well, odds? Well, it's not like
1: they were in a few different places, but if you're him, the first place you're going to go is that place. Guess what you that heard makes about your sense, whole life.
0: But he's in the, but the fact that he's doing the printing there, that's just, there's only what, there's 40 machine, 40 of these machines in the world or something. Like this is a huge piece of equipment. Right. Um, no way that like the, f- the French hub. Of Czech, Czech printing is in Montrachet. This is a little village. But,
1: it's, but they mentioned a few places. They mentioned they mentioned a few French cities, and one of them finally, like the fifth place they mentioned, is is Mont-Richard. Well,
0: they he right? No, I don't think so. No. He's talking
1: to those Czech guys like, oh, it's in Germany. Oh, it's I don't this, think he this, said
0: Montrechard. No, I think Tom Hanks just thinks. I wonder if he's there because that's right.
1: What's the name on the on the book? Right, Montrachet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It sound like, like the printer wheel was in a few different
0: count I and I see that but I just don't think it would what are the odds that Mm. it's in the same places where his mom comes from I mean I don't think so yeah all right um anything else with this all right all right so, All My Life by the Foo Fighters. How do you feel about the Foo Fighters? I'm always lukewarm about them.
1: You're lukewarm about them? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, is this the only time we're going to talk about Foo Fighters in the show, you think? Or? No, I think we'll get... Uh, my, my I down, think I guess, we'll probably. get there. Yeah. So, uh, I'm... Uh, okay, so I, I really like uh, the, the debut album, which I know isn't really a Foo Fighters album. It's actually just Dave's role.
0: You like the just the Foo Fighters title, like right? The, so you know the, the story eponymous. behind that one. Yeah, he he basically he did it himself. It's all, of all him, time. right? Which is like that's the thing. I want to like them more than I do because I really appreciate him. Well,
1: I like that album, so that's my favorite album. That that's funny. You don't like the, so the tu- he, was it the
0: touch the, the color? What's the second yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the color the, and the shape. I like that
1: one better. Um, yeah, I don't. Um That's interesting. I don't love like rock. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they have a really clean rock. I don't know you like dad rock sound and that's not why i don't listen to music to rock out like i love pearl jam but i was thinking about it i'm like the Pearl jam songs i really love are like the softer ones yeah and um i don't really i don't get wrong i I love some of the stuff that like quarter writing is a great song there's stuff that they do that does like rock that i do like more but like um but i don't i don't listen to like for clean clean rock music isn't what i go to yeah i also don't think this is bad at all no no. And like for what this is, this is probably as good as it gets. It's just not something I I don't like the genre. So
0: I like this this is one of my favorite by. I'd say that there's five or six songs that I really like from them. Me too. Uh so and they're probably different than yours cuz so probably. Um my or was it my hero or hero? That song I love. Mm-hmm. Everlong I love. Those two songs um from the second album. And then this one and then Rope, those four, which I'll play a little bit of Rope after. Rope is like a really cool written song.
1: I like Walking After You, which is off of... Uh, is that the Foo fighters in the the Shape? Sh- oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, um, yeah. Uh, Big Knee is, I think, my I other, like, really favorite uh, I like, song I really like. Um, next year, you probably don't know that. So, um, so do you ever watch the show, Ed? If you haven't, it's okay. It's not, it's not like Everybody <laughs> Loves Raymond. <laughs> or, um, uh, Wait,
0: which ones Describe King it for me. me.
1: Uh, Ed is a Bowling Out of a Lawyer um is a guy that um ends up going back to his hometown because he finds his wife g on him uh. and he goes back home and uh he's a bowling alley lawyer in this like really small town called Stuckeyville. okay and um is that worth watching it, it's hard to find now uh. so uh it was on friday nights on, on nbc um and nbc kind of didn't know what to do with it uh for a long time the letterman produced it and it was really involved letterman's a huge Foo fighters fan oh, so that's how he got okay. them to do the song uh and it's a good song. It's, a, yeah. it's one of my favorite ones. It's a real, it's a really fun, like kind of quirky show. I haven't seen it in forever, so maybe it doesn't hold up as well. It's hard to find because Worldwide Pants did it. Letterman isn't as intent on getting things streaming for profitability as somebody else, right? Like a major studio would, right? So uh, it is hard to find. Um, but uh, that song's good. If you like Ed, hit me up. That's a that's a I, I do that's like a good that. talk. I, I just it's like one of those like not obscure, but like one of those shows that really went under the radar. Like it's like, if, like I know, like, like sports night sports. Night is a very good, but that's I Sorkin, really like oh that. Yeah, one. Sorkin I know, though. but
0: that was under the radar too. That was, yeah, it
1: wasn't, it came out, but not now. You think people people? Because well, I mean, okay. well, West once the West Wing came out, everyone yeah, loved Sports yeah, night. Yeah, yeah But I mean, Peter Krause is so good now. Yes. He's obviously so good in Six Feet Under. Yeah, but that's not a show that's really under the. Obviously, when it came out, you know, yeah, no one wants it. Same boat. I mean, it just, had
0: one, didn't have one season, I think, and it, it was had done. Two. Maybe it had two. All right.
1: Um, but right, but he, right, right, right off the bat, it was like oh, barely hanging on. Yeah. Um, it's a brilliant show, really yeah. good. But no, Ed is like Ed's more like cheerful, more like carefree. than Sports mm. Night, it doesn't have much of an edge. Um, but it's a it's a fun show. But uh, but Food Fighters does the sound does the. Opening credits for that. Okay, because so Letterman really like loves. Super- I mean, think uh, Fighters. I think played their his last show or really? one of his last shows that week. You love them.
0: That's interesting. It seems he would be a little bit too old I for agree. Foo Fighters, right? He likes them. Right? Yeah, because I mean Nirvana. You know, he would have known "Girl" from Nirvana, which was ended in '94, of course. Um, but so, how old? I mean, he's like seventy now, right? So that's yeah, yeah. But even when Nirvana came out, he
1: was old. He's yeah, like he's too old something. for Nirvana. Yeah, right. You would yeah, think. Right. You'd think?
0: Um. So there's like four or five songs that I really like. The weird, the part. About Foo Fighters that bothers me is that the way Grohl writes choruses, they're su- they' like the choruses are super um, super common, almost like he'll write really interesting verses, the musics are really are really interesting, and then the choruses are kind of like this song, rope here, let me play this. I love um, the verse of, of this song, and the chorus is like weird. Are right, you filming with yeah, this you Yeah, I know the
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll let it go a little bit in the background while we talk about but, but like that's such a great that's such a great riff. And there's a lot of space there, so a lot of fun. Um, and then there's like the little I like it part where they, where there's the harmonies happen yeah. in the background. Here, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll go for it a little bit. Here's the I like it, which I love. Oh no! It's not I like it, but whatever he says there, that harmony is beautiful. Then well, he's going to get to the chorus here, and it's, it's like, it's just, it's like he gave up. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like learning to fly. It is. It's kind of the same. It is, yeah. Thing, it's like, it's like their sound, though. It's their sound. And it's weird. It's like because that that verse is so badass. That's one of the most badass verses you could do in a rock tune. And then just to go to that, it's just like, ugh. He kind of gave up. It's like he feels like I need to be poppier than we are. I need to so we can sell records. And maybe that's partially because they didn't have a chart. They didn't have anything that charted on the Hot 100 until um, All My Life, I think.
1: Yeah, but they made money though. They did. It's not that they didn't money. make money, I mean, but
0: were, but he never really they never it was always on the indie charts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the alternative charts. Right. They've only sold something like 20 million copies in mm. a 20-year career.
1: Yeah. And think of like how, like how but I They make so much in concerts though.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. But still, like I kind of feel like they're more popular than they are, but maybe maybe he's always trying to I don't know, scratch so I I can't even th- I can't think of another way or another reason why he would want to do something so poppy in the chorus of that song? There's no, it's not necessary.
1: I, yeah, I just, it's what he does. He just infuses that pop sound. I mean, that's, he's always done that. I mean, even in the very, even when he does that Foo Fighters self-titled, when it's just him, there are there elements are. of that there too.
0: Yeah, and that's probably why I don't like. So Everlong isn't like that though. And yeah. even, um, I love the chorus of My Hero. I There goes my hero. Yeah. I don't think that's super pop. I think that's really badass. Yeah, it's like a really pretty song. Um, and part of it is because he goes half time there. It's like it's a it's sort of a faster song and then he like doo, 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 doo. he goes like half time in the in the course which is really neat. It's such a cool trick where so I felt like some of his some maybe not. I don't know. Learning to fly is really poppy too. I never liked that one. I don't know. Do, I do you like to rock out like do you rock like do you. There's like, some heavier stuff that I really like. I've mentioned Coheed and Cambria love yeah, and right. it's seven the same dust. Kind of thing. I love yeah, right. right.
1: Of, they're both. I don't I'm saying I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't you know, what those mean? two
0: are bo- way more compelling than than. See, they're not they're not as interesting musically as the other two. Uh, the Foo Fighters aren't as interesting musically as the other two, and plus they've got kind of the lyrical component
1: component and awesome singers. So they're better. It's they're almost better. like, and I know it's. I guess heap for this, I'm sure, but it almost like it's almost like weird to me that someone would would like an adult male because that's who's going to listen to this would like. Would want to rock out. Like, I don't, What do you rock... Like, what... I, I don't get the urge. I don't think this is a bro
0: song. Do you? I don't think it's like, yeah.
1: No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. But, like, even, like... Obviously, Metallica is a lot harder, but something like that is it's just, like, just... I just don't... I don't... It's not what... That's not. I guess not. It's not why I. Everyone listens to music for different reasons. I get that. Okay. But for me personally, I'm just not like one of those like fist pumping you're in the not, air you're not trying like, to get pumped
0: up. Yeah. But like that's it.
1: not why I listen to music. Uh, some I I like the span of emotions in music. So if something's exciting, yeah, that's or, fair. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm I'll not, i I'm, to I'm it. not shitting out. It. it sounds like I am. I'm not. I mean, I like I like some Foo Fighter stuff. I I just I just don't. I, the urge to me is the most interesting. I just don't have that in my DNA. I feel like they're more. Or at alternative, least I don't anymore.
0: They're more alternative than like the the heavy like the than the pumping pumping up music.
1: See, you think so? I, I think, do. See, I, I well, I disagree. So, I was having the same kind of internal discussion on my way over here. I think they are less alternative. I think they are more rock. Because think of the new metal that was
0: happening at this time.
1: That's true, and it, that's it's a lot different. But Think right? about them now, though; they still sound the same. But like, they alternative do. like like Arcade Fire or the National. you don't like Arcade Fire, but like, there's a different kind of sound. It than is. anything that Foo Fighters does. I think alternative was more was a little heavier. Oh, well, back totally then. was. I, I even yeah. a lot heavier. Like, right. So, like this time in history you know 2000 yeah. 2002 alternative was much heavier. in fact it was a real turnoff for me i, I i'm like i don't i don't like I don't, even right. then i'm like i'm out
0: right because where where does now you kind of equate this is going to be a bad way of saying it but you kind of equate alternative with like weird now not not weird but you know it's like different like it's not gonna it's not poppy whereas back then you would have thought alternative has got a, a heavy to it And maybe now
1: alternative is anything that's not um like on the drake mon- yeah like well, like that's R and slash R&B. like i think at this point like alternative is is anything is everything else like, yeah you're right. all. yeah um yeah. But, yeah i can see that it's become yeah i mean they've always had a hard time defining alternative but yeah you're right though when when this time history when food Fighters came out they you're right they they were not the traditional and that and i yeah and i like them more than yeah um what's like an or like a Lincoln park or something like oh, that. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, way, I like Foo yeah. Fighters way more. So I was much happier to hear that in the radio than Lincoln park. And he's a better writer than them. Like he's still, he's got, he's a step ahead. Oh, totally. And I think like,
0: I also think he's super influential too. Like I think he's, you yeah. know, I mean, you think about super one of the most career. iconic bands yeah. in Nirvana, um, which they don't hit. For, they're okay. I liked them more as a kid, but not, you know, Same whatever, boat. but still, super influential band to another super, super influential. They probably defined,
1: I'd say super influential band to an influential, to an influential band. band.
0: Sorry, yeah. but they probably defined, they probably defined like hard um, alternative music for a generation.
1: I agree. Yeah. Or, or at least we're almost a spokesman for it. Yeah. I find Dave Grohl himself to be really an inspiring person. I think so. He like, seems genuine. He got dealt a bad card when, you know, you know you think about it, you know when he writes that first album he writes it because he's just despondent because not only did he lose his friend he lost his fucking meal ticket yeah like now what do you do man like i mean obviously you run us a lot of records i'm sure you have some money but like that's your job so you lost your friend and your job on the same day that's yeah. just fucking crushing and your group of friends like they're your family you've been yes. on tour with them for four years and yeah. trying to make it big and like and you can't you know you probably feel guilty if you you know are upset about losing your job but yet you still lost your job yeah and so what do you do? You go and you make, you just go in a room and you create art or you, whatever, if you're not yeah. an artist, that's fine. Whatever you do, you create something. You do something on your own and you make a whole new life for yourself. That, you know, professionally. Yeah. That's really, and it doesn't even be professional. You can, you you can use a Dave Grohl story for your personal life, your professional life. If you're ever kind of down, you ever get kind of like knock in the face with do to you You look at somebody like Dave Grohl and it's like, man, like that guy had every, Excuse in the world to cash in his chips and go home.
0: Oh, can you imagine? Like to go from and he w- and he just created another iconic band. I mean, not as iconic, but still like yeah. Just, you just had you he, had two careers. He
1: still gets to do the music he loves, yeah. and he still has, you know, he still has and, and he. But he did it all. Be- like you said, you know, I, I don't even know if people know the story. Like Foo Fighters. I know he's talking about briefly, but he. Poof, played all those instruments yeah record every single yeah. note i think it's that one instance was a, another guy playing guitar
0: there are one that's there are two instances two. of someone playing another guitar on that album but the whole everything thing is, else him. is him wrote, I mean, he, he recorded it himself like he is a he's not fucking he is my kind of musician you can do it all.
1: That is almost horrible. And you think about it, he did it the year after I know. Cobain died. This I know. was the 95, Cobain died in 94.
0: He was so insecure because he was writing songs when they were on tour. Like, he, you know, he, he's just—he's a great musician. A lot of times you think drummer and you don't necessarily think that. And this guy is a great musician. So he had his guitar on tour, but he was insecure because you're with what Kirk is Cobain. considered
1: one of the best songwriters <laughs> and, ever and lived. he joined the band late. Remember, that? Yes, the that's original right. drummer did, so if you listen to Bleach, they're on his first album. That's not Grohl. That's right. So he, so you're already kind of coming in late. Yeah. You're not necessarily part of the group yet. So are you going
0: to try to get your songs played when you've got Kirk home in there? No. So he's really insecure. So we wrote a bunch of songs and then right after his
1: buddy died, he just decided he would try to get him down. Yeah. I mean, to do it all on your own like that and to, to have the, the, just courage, but to have like the enthusiasm and to have the willpower to go and do that is really admirable. I respect David's Grohl. Dave Grohl. More than I think I like his music, <laughs> but I like yeah. his, I like his music, but I don't I don't know if I love it. But no, I, I love
0: his story. I agree. Yeah, it's a great story. Um, and like, think of the tragedy too. His uh, so the his longtime drummer too, um, Taylor Hawkins OD'd when they were doing I think like in between their oh right before this album like OD'd oh. on heroin. Oh my god! And didn't die like, but he was in a coma for two weeks. Oh, Jesus. So like, think of all the shit he's seen too. Yeah, he's pretty much. I mean. He doesn't. He doesn't do drugs. Like he, because he, he saw, saw well, destroy, yeah. <laughs> destroy band members and and bands. So well, you
1: think about you know. man. I like, think about that scene in the nineties, late nineties. Oh
0: god, the they're Seattle, all gone. Yeah, I know. You know,
1: obviously Eddie Vedder still, Roger still around. Yeah, uh, and and Grohl still around. You know. Go through the list. There's not many that are. No. And um, Cornell gone. Cornell uh, Cobain, obviously. Cobain. Uh, I'm you know forgetting a thousand guys. Oh, uh, Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. I mean, you go, oh. go through, and even have like bands like Morphine. You know, like smaller bands, like Sublime. Right. You know, you go through the oh, list. Yeah. I mean, you, you know,
0: Blind you, Melon, even.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you go through and it's just like they're all gone. Yeah. And there's not many, so it's almost like if you are were able to survive be, it and still be playing music and still be like selling on concerts, that's really impressive. He he's a real testament to. He is. To, what's the word before it. Well, not longevity, but it's like fortitude to get yes! through it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, good for him. Like
0: the cool thing too, is he didn't, he never stopped. Like, so he also not a, I'm not a huge fan of their music, but Queens of the stone age. Yeah. He was same on boat. their album that same time. Yep. Um, he also was in, uh, this was happening when I was in California. I didn't go and see them, but they were playing at the Fox theater uh, in Oakland, right, right near where I was. Um. He was in them, them, what the fuck is it called? Like them dirty vultures or something. Yeah. A I don't know. I, with yeah, uh, I know you're with about John Paul
1: you. Jones. Yeah, um, I don't know them. Really. I know. Is, it's it's Queens it's is okay. It's not for me. Who, who is Queens it? of stone age. They're okay. Yeah. Not for me.
0: The problem that bad. I have is that their big song ripped off electioneering by, uh, by, um, by radiohead. It's, it's very dim, ding it's like, it's oh, the yeah. same almost. Uh, it's like the same chord changes yeah. and the same feel, And I was like, Ooh, like that was my introduction to them, so I'm mm. like, no. But still, like they're they're like they're a cool band. Yeah. I and uh, I mean, you know, Nirvana, Queens of Stone Age, them, Foo them, Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah, that's a good, pretty, pretty, pretty good, run, pretty yeah. fucking good. This one, uh, Grammy for best uh, best hard rock. Um, spent ten weeks number one of the alternative chart. I think it's their best song on this album. Like their their song song very good. Uh,
1: what's it about? It's about uh, uh giving uh, oral sex to a woman. Is it really? Supposedly. <laughs> that's funny.
0: I like the video a lot, too, with them playing live. I don't. You don't like it? Oh, my God. When it goes red and, and all the shadows, no. I fucking love it.
1: I, so, uh, Grohl directed
0: it. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. That's crazy. Yeah. I think it's it so me.
0: awesome. Yeah. I love when it goes red and you just see their black shadows against all that red, that red black screen, that red screen. So iconic.
1: Yeah, it just feels um just to by the book, playing an empty arena and the whole thing. It's just, it's just like, all right. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of, I, really really how I feel like, it's okay. It's a very popular. It's been viewed like a gazillion times on YouTube. It's sure. one of the most popular videos ever. Yeah, I think it's really YouTube. cool. Yeah, I, I think I think most people agree with you. <sighs> the other thing is I, th- I love the way
0: that it's mixed. I love the way the song is mixed, and, I, and I, I think he's got a really good ear for that stuff. When he begins the song, it's just him playing that do 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 and you hear him singing, and there's like no room on it whatsoever. No. It's super intimate, I don't, and then it gets big. You don't like that? I don't know. His stuff, I love his the, stuff
1: sounds this sounds weird, Like almost like too clean to me. Yeah, well, they so that's your <sighs> that's their style. I know, but no, it's not always. He, he uses less verb on his
0: voice than some other stuff. Less room there. That is true. There's a little bit more intimacy there. So even when stuff is really heavy, you hear him pop out of the mix, pretty bit like yeah. p- pretty clean. I I agree. It is like that. It's n- normally um, which is funny because Nirvana is not glossy no, at all. No, normally <laughs> it's a, so raw. In a heavier band too, you're sinking people like you're sinking the the main vocalist kind of further down into the mix so they're almost they're less discernible but he has a really nice voice um and you know he obviously wants to hear himself sing you you know but i like the way that it's mixed because he does a great job with going into intimacy and then exploding it out so you know in those when it's just him and the guitar yeah. singing there's not a lot of room on it you use no you know they have a lot of echo if you want to be something really intimate you know someone like talking to you right there and then they explode it out when the whole band goes out. There's a lot more verb, a lot more echo and, and room on it, which is, is nice. And I think, he, I think he does a good job with mixing. I think he's got a good ear for mixing anyway. I really love the way uh, Everlong is such a beautiful song. I love the way that's mixed too. And that's pretty early on. Um,
1: yeah, there's an odd phrase in I the do, here. There's I, some good stuff. I, I like it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I can't. I'm not going to go. Uh, you know, I can't. You know, you're not going to kick the shit out of no, it. No. And I think a lot of it just it, a lot of it comes down to. Um, John, personal genre taste too and
0: uh, yeah it's, you know it's just it, your... if
1: i was a huge uh like rock fan i think this song would be way up higher on my list you know what yeah. i mean it's just not this is not anything um this
0: is i i do so like i said there's probably four or five songs i really like from foo fighters but yeah. the rest of it i'm just kind of like eh. yeah yeah and yeah. same boat just different songs but this is one of them i really like this one good
1: um anything else with Foo Fighters? That's it, I think. I think that's, that's all we it. got. So uh, we're back. Uh, next next week. week. We're going to October 2001. Uh, so right after 9 11. Um, and we're going to be talking about Training Day and Zoolander, baby. It's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. We, seen we Zoolander we hit, forever. We hit right after 9 11 uh, before. Or, mm-hmm. or at least we hit like, oh, in, yeah. like November or December. Um, yeah. But these are, uh, I know was, uh, some people have been climbing for Training Day for a while from us. So I think people might, some people might be excited about that. They might be. Uh, and it'll be their fifth uh, movie in a row. It has uh, multiple Oscar nominations in, and then a street. It's line. quite a run. Five in a row. What you Zoolander,
0: Zoolander wasn't uh, nominated. No, no. no Stiller. Uh... I have
1: not seen Zoolander.
0: That's crazy to me.
1: It is crazy. And it, it's,
0: um, I didn't see Zoolander two, by the way. Oh,
1: yeah. well, you're, not, you're not alone. <laughs> um, no, I know. I, 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 and you figure I was in college. Why not? I, you know, when you're in college, you're in kind of like this bubble yeah. in a way. So I think I just, uh, I didn't go I didn't go to the movies. I watched a lot of like DVDs and stuff, but I didn't like go to the movies a ton in college.
0: We had an awesome um very intimate movie experience at UNH where in the Memorial Union building, mm-hmm. the MUB is uh is is a couple theaters? Yeah, um, so I
1: went, I went to one of them. Once. Have, yeah, yeah, I really
0: liked it, and they uh they would do like two dollar movie nights. Yeah. kind of all the time, and which I really liked. So I, I got to see a lot of good stuff. I don't think I saw Zoolander there, but yeah. I got to see a lot of movies. And they would play like all the film class movies too. So you got to see a lot of older ones. That's I did cool. take a film class, but but you could yeah you could see you know like a lot of fun older movies that you. I would have had to
1: drive in. like you know I, I was going to school in Concord, Concord? New Hampshire, yeah. and like where the colleges and the movie theaters are. Because two at that point, there's only one now. But there was two at that point, but they were yeah. like, both kind of near each other on the other side of town. Mm. Like, would have been nice if one of them was like right there, but it's yeah, not how it worked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess no, actually, now there's two. There's an independent uh, movie theater in Concord. Oh, really? Which was not there when I was there. Oh my god, I would have, I would eat up. I couldn't even walk there from my. Would, oh my god, I well, a, the
0: Strand. I used to live there too, and because I, I was living at Dover during yes. that heyday too. That's where I saw the Matrix. But that's not.
1: In, yeah, that's a, a like, second run. I guess a second run. But uh, yeah. the, in, have an independent theater in town. I would have gone like eight shit about. I would have been. I would have been there every fucking day. Working there, I've been loving it, but uh, of course it wasn't there was There, of course,
0: not of to course. be, not to be.
1: Uh, no, but I'm. Uh, right, so two movies uh, next week that we would be interested to talk about, um, it should be a good week, I think, right? I think so. I don't. Know, I don't know the songs have you picked them yet. No? Have I picked them? I don't uh, think so. I don't know no. that
0: I have. I don't think so. I guess I should probably we'll see. do that. We'll see. All right. Thanks, you guys.